Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I actually remember going to a parents' evening, looking on a display and... I just saw all of these children that looked different to my daughter, blonde hair, blue eyes, on this display with their pictures. And then I saw to the corner just this painting that was really ugly and their mm. their hair was the same colour as the face. The lips were red, the eyes were white. The painting had a school uniform on. So I thought, this is, this is really worrying I just it just looked like a gollywog mm. and then Faith runs in and says mummy mummy that's me my teacher painted that <gasps> yeah. oh my god perfect and you know I know that in the year Faith in her class was the only black girl but in the year there were 10 black children none of them made it on that board you are listening to the, the dope black mom's podcast I am delighted to have Selena Boyd with us here today, founder of Coco Girl and Coco Boy magazine. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to finally be here with you. I am happy you are here. It's <laughs> it's amazing. I just want to say congratulations on all the phenomenal work you and your daughter and the whole team are doing because you've got Coco Girl, Coco Boy, and now the release of Coco Girl awesome hair so it's a step-by-step guide isn't it which is out how's it I mean how are you how are you how are you functioning right now I'm I'm really happy actually um it is obviously a lot of work Mm -hmm. but I really enjoy what I'm doing I absolutely love um the school visits sometimes when I'm talking to children and affirming them and telling them they're beautiful and just seeing the joy on their face when they flick through the magazines or flick through that that must never get old that makes me smile just hearing about it it's it's just the most special thing and you know sometimes you do get tired but when you see the joy on the faces of children that are picking up something that you've designed and, and written and and put together it's, it's just it's the best thing in the world really it, it is the best thing I think all of us on a um on a bigger search are all looking for that all looking to see themselves reflected represented all looking to be told that you are worthy you are heard you are valid you are seen and that that's all those moments you're getting in a in a child that's that's yeah that's the best thing the best thing definitely and also as well, just seeing my daughter's journey. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if you can imagine a little five-year-old that just doesn't like her skin tone or her hair and you picking her up from school and she's just never with friends and just never really liking who she is to this 
confident eight-year-old mm. who styles her hair about seven times a day <laughs> saying, if you keep styling this hair it will you know you've got to preserve it and she just loves who she is she as well celebrates others with her magazine and uh, that is a joy as well just seeing her journey that's a testament to you both I mean I think it's it is my worst fear. And I think it's a lot of black mothers' worst fears to hear. I don't like what I look like. Yeah. I don't like my hair. When when Faith was six, when she said that to you, what, what went through your mind? It, do you know what? I thought, right, she's just going through something and it may be, it, it's probably because she's the only black girl in her class at the time. I think... For me, she she didn't, didn't start off that way. I think the school or the class that she was in really didn't let black children in, really. And there was no representation. There was nothing that celebrated them. So all the children started to leave, or black children started to leave, and it ended up Faith being the only one left. So I knew that maybe she wasn't seeing the friends that she had or, um, you know, I, I knew that there was an issue, but I thought it could be easily fixed, if that made sense. So I would always try and offer help um, at the school, trying to offer services. I'm a singing teacher as well. But this school wouldn't let me in. I was just about to say, was that was that welcome? No. Yeah, it, they wouldn't let me in. And I, I actually remember going to a parents' evening and looking on a display which said year one display, just so waiting to see the teacher. And I just saw all of these children that looked different to my daughter, blonde hair, blue eyes, on this display with their pictures. And then I saw to the corner um, just this painting that was really ugly and their mm. The hair was the same colour as the face. The lips were red, the eyes were white and the the painting had a school uniform on. So I thought, this is, this is really worrying. I just, it just looked like a gollywog. Mm. And then Faith runs in and says, mummy, mummy, that's me. My teacher painted that. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. Perfect. And you know, I know that in the year, Faith in her class was the only black girl, but in the year there were 10 black children. None of them made it on that board, but Faith did as a, just this horrible painting. And, you know, I was just mortified. I didn't t tackle the teacher there and then, but I did um, ask to speak to the head teacher the next day. And she said, oh, Mrs. Boyd, it wouldn't have to be, it wouldn't happen to be about the painting. And I said, yes, it what? is. So you know, they were so aware she, of it. Yeah, she she knew. She knew that, I don't know what it was, but she knew that I would have an issue with it because as a mother attending the school as well, I was a childminder. So I was always picking up on things. I was always, you know, going to her and trying to help the mm. school in some way, especially with the representation. What's really upsetting is... Um... Obviously, she knew you were going to have an issue with it, but still did nothing about it. That's like, it's not a priority for her. Like, yeah. at, at the time when that painting crosses your desk, you then have the conversation and you prioritise it and you 
retrain or put some effort into it, put some care and some love into it. But it's like the second you, I don't know, not even going to make a complaint, ask for a meeting. They're like, oh, it's going to be about yeah. painting, isn't it? That's horrible. It is. It was horrible. And I remember actually in this meeting, just questioning, questioning her about how she celebrated Black History Month or did she? And she said, oh, yes, Mrs. Boyd, we, um, we, we showed the year six children a video of an ex-drug dealer who had turned his life around. Yeah. He just had no clue. Yeah. And um, I just made the decision. Um, actually, it was shortly after that meeting, Faith had a bad head injury at the school. Um, I was called, at, you know, at home and said, can you come and get Faith? She's got a little bit of gravel in her forehead. Mm. And when I saw my Faith, my daughter's face was caked in blood. Oh, baby. And I said, yeah. have you didn't you call the ambulance? Like, what's going on here? And, you know, why haven't you cleaned up my child? Mm. And so, you know, I've got mummy mode on, plus I've got mm. child minder mode on, so I want to mm. see, you know, your risk assessment for the playground, because how has she got a hole in her head? And it was just all these things, and I thought, you don't care about my child, so she's you not going to be coming to the school anymore. She's well done. done. You know, and and she's homeschooled and just completely happy. We are actually looking at putting her back into school in September, but this is a private school. In, in, a friend of mine has set up a, a brilliant school, and um, yeah, it will be a class of six children. Yeah, completely uh, different situation. Oh my goodness, completely yeah. different. And when you look around the school, we went to, on a visit um, last week, and you just saw representation you saw unity on the walls and um, tick 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 everything yeah. you need yeah music to your ears that yeah. is what we need definitely so nurturing I, environment I, for everybody yeah I do feel mm. school played a big part in her not not liking who she was and then it was actually we were we made a book together our first book which was called Coco Girl this was before the magazine so we did a book which celebrated about 30 girls and um you know it was picked was that up around by... this time then I'd say it was around yeah just after I, I said no I've got to do right. something to help celebrate her and to make her feel good about herself and I did this book a photography book which you know had these girls pictures and also it had affirmations and Brilliant. I remember it was picked up by Channel 5 News and the Metro newspaper. And when the reporter was interviewing us about the book, I said to Faith, look, how, how did you feel about being the only black girl in your class? You know, it, it was a question that he wanted me to ask. And she said, I wanted to be white. Oh, baby. Yeah. I wanted to be white. And it was just, she just said it like it was just, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. yeah obvious. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Gosh, so amazing that you thought of the book. Were there any other intentional changes that you made in the household? Yeah, there were. I, I spent a lot of time just making sure that in her room she had affirmations all around. Brilliant. I Brilliant. looked at because I ran a mini nursery from my house at the time. I made sure that, you know, the books were 
you know, there was representation there. There was, you know, we were constantly going to different bookstores and finding books that she wanted to read. Um, I also began to, I guess, allow her to experiment with her hair. Mm. How were you wearing your hair, just out of interest? I was wearing my hair natural. Faith has never, ever seen me with relaxed hair. I actually stopped relaxing my hair when I was trying to get pregnant with her um, because um, I had lost a baby and I thought, right, is it the relaxed time I was using? You know when you do all these things, is it this? Absolutely, yeah. I thought, right, I'm going to just stop relaxing my hair as I try to have a baby. And so Faith has never seen me with relaxed hair. So I just made that conscious effort to wear my hair natural. I think at the time when she was born, it was short. And then I started to grow it and I may have cut it again. And, you know, but she, she, yeah, she, she saw me wear my hair with pride. Mm. But I guess the environment that she was at school didn't really allow her to, really feel that good about her hair and her her just how she looked because every day it was like mummy this person's pulled my hair this of one course. says about me and when yes. you're trying to affirm your child in an environment where they're tearing it down again yeah it's it's a lot of work you yeah. know and it's it's a lot for the child yeah yeah amazing so you you got the affirmations you let her experiment with her hair yeah anything she wanted to do and you actively sought out books, I suppose, TV shows. Yep. Great, great, great. And did you start to see a change? I did. I think I saw more of a change when she was at home with me. Mm. And um, I guess, yeah, the school environment wasn't, that school environment wasn't for her. Um, She did actually go to another school for a short period of time. But I just removed her really because of the lockdown and she got quite sick and um, I was a little bit scared of all that was going on with the, you know, the virus that was there. So I just said, you know what, let me just try this homeschooling thing. And we've never looked back. I mean, my husband does majority of the homeschooling, if I'm going to be honest. Um, And I think he quite enjoys it. He's a photographer, freelance photographer, so... He he, he he fit around his schedule yeah he definitely does but Amazing. yeah he's the thing the positive thing is that he's there as well to affirm her a lot of the time and um yeah she's she's been homeschooled with her four-year-old brother um who just loves her just loves that yeah. he's always like faith i love your hair faith look look <laughs> at this girl um he's he's always just showing her as well who she is and praising her and it's really lovely to watch Mm. so looking back on it is there anything I know obviously you offered your services you offered your thoughts you offered your feedback to the school but is anything for any mums listening that you would have done differently or you would suggest if they're worried about their children that they could take to the school or just the changes you would make at home? I think that's a really, really good question. I think the thing I would have done differently is really research the school because Mm. where I live, 
that's the best school to get your child in. It's almost like a private school, but it's not quite a private school. Um, I didn't research the school. I was just determined to get Faith in there because it's the best school. Yeah. But it wasn't the best school for Faith. Yeah. And so really it's about doing that proper research. Look at how the children interact. Look at the head teachers. You know, there were no teachers at that school that looked like, actually there was one that looked like Faith and she was a teaching assistant, which is nothing wrong with that. Um, They had no teachers um, leading the class that looked like Faith. So I guess research is is key um i i feel like i should have used my voice a little bit more um even though i challenged the 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 teachers i felt like that was too late um Mm. and i should have just tried to find my way be persistent or you know in the school doing more things so for maybe anybody listening you could be documenting the the moments that you've observed you could document maybe the times you've requested meetings or yeah. any letters you've written that sort of thing just to have yeah. some some ammunition if you're trying to take it further maybe that's right yeah that's that's such a good idea to document it i i feel for me i was a childminder running um a setting with 12 children um and there were times I was so busy that I could have done a little bit more to ensure that Faith was happy. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt she was happy in my setting because there were children from her class I'd bring home. Um, You know, just it was like the odd child that, you know, needed a childminder for a few weeks until they could find. (laughs) I was always that childminder in the school that, if parents are desperate, we'll go with we'll go with Selena, you know. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing there was nothing wrong with my setting. It was just because I was black. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd see you'd see that child go with the the childminder who was white and who had a free space. Yeah. Um and I'd look after those children as if they were my own. Of course. Um, you know, so yeah, I just felt that school it wasn't you know it wasn't for faith at all well well done to you and your family and to faith for being brave making decisions just doing it that's scary from all the messaging that we've had that you need to be in school and you know homeschooling is obviously fabulous but it's relic like historically it's quite new isn't it for us all getting into it and how and how does it all work and for our parents and you know maybe a lot of our close circles not everybody is doing it more and more people are doing it but it's definitely going to be an adjustment for everybody so just well done for making that choice for your family that's seems like a game changer amazing amazing so you've got the magazines established now what inspired you to take the next step and write coco girl awesome hair well after the just the media coverage of the magazines, we were sort of inundated by with publishers that wanted to give us publishing deals. Um, <laughs> and there was quite a few publishers that um, I didn't really like the concept of their book. One was 
oh, we could write a book about Faith feeling ugly. And mm-hmm. then, you know, she loves herself. And I thought, no, I'm not going to have a book that's just going to constantly, constantly remind her of what yeah. she's been through. Um, and no, I just don't want to, to go down that road. But there was one specific publisher that I really liked and they were the first to come to me. And when they did come with the idea, I was like, no, I don't really like that book idea, but I would like to do a book on hair, on our hair. And there was a bit of ooming and ahhing and then I really sold it to them. And when I saw the designs for this book, I was like, that's it. Because I had never seen a book which helped me as a parent style my daughter's hair or a book where she could flick through it on a Sunday evening and say, mommy, can I have this hairstyle? Let's try that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got a step-by-step guide to help you do it. And Um, that's what it is with kids. You have to get them invested and they have to want it, especially if we're going to have to sit down there for however long and brush out knots and condition and do it all and then want to be a you know there sitting down they need to feel a part of it don't they right they they need to want they need to want it and also it helps them to appreciate just um how gorgeous it all is because otherwise it can just feel like you're putting it on them that's it that's it and that's all I want I wanted the parent that would normally take their child to the hairdresser um, but couldn't because of the lockdown to actually try doing their child's hair and try Mm. having that bonding session. Um, And that's why we go into our history a little bit with the book. I, you know, I really love it. I really love the book. I feel um, it really has helped a lot of parents from the letters we get. Yeah, I was just about to ask, what sort of feedback have you had? Yeah, currently we've got about 95 sort of reviews on Amazon, all like very positive. It's at five stars. Um, And yeah, I'm, I'm so excited at just the response and just where that book, you know, I could see a second one coming with boys. Yes. Um, and the many different haircuts they've got and yeah I, I just couldn't have asked for a better response um, and we're still you know it's still going to grow there's still a lot of people that don't know about the brand and also about the books so yeah, yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Has there been any feedback that's really stayed with you, that's really moved you? Yeah, it would have to be a grandmother that secretly mm-hmm. messaged me on Instagram and said that. Please well, she slipped into your DMs. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so that please don't stop what you're doing. Um, she said, you know, I'm really learning about my granddaughter. Oh, I'm gonna. I don't want to cry. I'm really learning about my granddaughter from your platform, and it's really starting these beautiful conversations. Mm-hmm. There's certain things I didn't know. Mm, this and, is a non-black grandmother. Yeah, this is a, this is oh, a, a white grandmother, yeah, and she has, um, her granddaughter has a different culture and she just loves the fact that she can have these beautiful conversations. Look at that moment. You've, that is a gift. Can you imagine? That's, that's opened up a whole yeah. new world for that grandmother yeah. to connect that is again it's life-changing that's beautiful that's beautiful yeah. so you think you may do a boy version I'd love to I've been I've actually been trying to do a boy version of my first book with just photographing boys and affirmations I've been trying to do it from when I did that and I did a casting and everything and I just haven't done it yet and um, I just love to affirm children and mm-hmm. use books to do it. And I, it's, it's very important. Um, I think that'd be incredible having just a book boy. of black boys yeah. with those powerful quotes yeah. and, and anything that they can, anything that they can um, contribute as well. I think. I, I love, I do mirror affirmations with my children and um, I love what they come up with. And I'm like, what do you want to say? What do you like about yourself? What, what, you know, what have you enjoyed about today? And they come up with the most amazing things and also things that sometimes we may miss as adults. Like I loved it. Like, look at the moon. And like, I loved this and I loved that. And you're just like, that's incredible. I think that would be amazing. So how do you do that? Like at the end of the day, they stand in front of the mirror. How, how... Yeah, so at dinner, we have a little jar and we write down, like a gratitude diary, we write down three things that we're grateful for, three oh, things that have made us happy or three things that have made us smile. I got it from how I would do it as an adult, trying to think of three grateful things. But for them, I was like, well, what's made you smile? What's made you happy? Um, and we put that in a jar. Um, and then at the end of the month, we take them out and read them over again, which is quite nice to, to go back and remember all the moments. Um, and then usually in the mornings, um, we do the mirrors, affirmations like after the shower. Um, sometimes the evening before we put on, after we put on pajamas, we do it in the evenings. But mainly, well, you know what it was. You know, as a, um, well, this might not happen for all women, but, but sometimes, you know, it's hard for us as we've, after we've had children to just, look at ourselves again and look at our bodies and seeing all these things changing. Mm. And um, way back in the day, I used to model. So sometimes I get these Facebook reminders mm. of pictures 
of myself as a model and I've been airbrushed. And, and I know this, and I look back and I'm like, oh my God, look how, look, look at what I used to look like. And then I go into a whole spiral of feeling old, feeling fat, feeling this, feeling that. And sometimes I used to find it very difficult to look in the mirror. So for myself, I used to just try and look in the mirror and just like, just focus on just your eye, like just, just, just your iris, just, just anything, just like, you don't have to look at your body. Sometimes I try and do this naked. You haven't got to look anything, but just focus on your eye. Um, and then um, they saw me doing that and we were doing it together. Just like, what, what do you like when you look in the mirror? Really cool. Yeah, well, it, it helped me, definitely. And then um, I just try and bring them into everything because they're always with me. <laughs> so, yeah. so then we, yeah, we started doing it um, together. And it can be anything. I think it's just taking intentional time to take a moment to, you know, be grateful and think about things that make you happy because even that remind remembering makes you smile again doesn't it and it's like you know having the moment all over again so yeah that's what we do but um wow. you know you could do it with anything anywhere well no that's really i'm writing it down because i <laughs> i think that's well, it's just like your book isn't it? it's just taking a moment to to have the affirmation to say it out loud but there is something about actually saying it out loud and if there's mm. anybody else in the room you know it makes you feel accountable even if it is my six-year-old son you know it, it helps yeah. me to say it out loud i had so many things i wanted to talk about so i'm just gonna go for a complete segue and um go back to the magazine does it still shock you that you're britain's first magazine targeted for black children yeah it does it really it shocks me it really does i and that just shows you how subconsciously things are going in that you just kind of are blinded, I guess, to what should be normal. You know, it should be normal for for us to go to the magazine or to go to a shop and go to the magazine section and find lots of magazines that represent us in some shape or form. Um but yeah it was just a shock that there wasn't anything there and I had worked in the magazine industry for about 18 years mm. I just wasn't getting anywhere so I quit in fact um my last interview I had was in the corridor I wasn't taken upstairs um, by this art director I had idolised I thought his work was amazing loved what he does and it's just like you go to the interview you're finally going to meet your somebody that you idolise and you love their work and they interview in the corridor and um, how many years later now he's actually my mentor he's <laughs> actually following me like he can't believe what I've done and just seeing him now and I'm like Oh man, you but you interviewed me in the corridor. It's like I interview everybody in the corridor, Selena. <laughs> and all those years, you think, is it because I'm black? Why I've been interviewed? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah, of course. All so of those thoughts ask, creep in. Yeah, yeah, it's so good to ask him that question. And yeah, um, he is like my biggest cheerleader now. And you know, I do these check-ins with him. Um, Fabulous. Yeah. So for him to even say what you've done is absolutely phenomenal i it is phenomenal 
Well, I don't hear that from my family. I don't hear that. Oh my goodness. I will call you every day and tell you that. It's phenomenal. <laughs> I, Honestly. I yeah, it, I don't it, hear that. It, it's it well you should it's phenomenal your, your socials everything it makes me smile so much especially when you have your um the children doing the interviews and all the feedback and you, you get those um shots of when the ch- the children or the parents have filmed them when they when their magazine lands and they're like oh, that's me I see myself and I she looks like me I, I that is I can watch that all, I do watch that all day yeah. every day I think it's it's everything. It's everything. And it brings us all joy and it keeps us all going. That's what the magazines are doing. That's why it's so yeah. phenomenal. And you can't, you can't quantify uh, the legacy of that, of that good soul food. That, that makes you stand straighter, doesn't it? You walk yeah. in taller. And to do that from a child, can you imagine? If we had that we when had we were children, children that's, yeah. you know, you, we can all probably, black women of a, of a certain age can all probably um pinpoint the moment we saw ourselves on tv and for me it was the cosby's you know there, there's there yeah. were certain families desmond's there's only a few that we can name um you know that that you recognize yourself but these children can see it from from now from day yeah. it's yeah. we we don't know what that's going to do this is inspiring the future trailblazers thought leaders yeah. it's incredible it is it's what is your future you're going to be strong leaders you know I mean I I shared a video on my Instagram of Faith she just came in she goes mommy I've got a gap in my teeth (laughs) your front teeth are coming out so the gap is getting wider I'm looking at her thinking wow look at that and then I just interviewed her. What? Why are you so happy? I've got a gap in my teeth. I look like my auntie Danielle. Mm. Um, you know, <laughs> she's just so happy about things, and everything is so wonderful. And I, yeah. I just love seeing this this journey. That's um, brilliant. But I mean, there are there are women, you know, my age, who who can't feel that yeah. because of yeah. the childhood we have had because of the lack of representation because of the eurocentric beauty standards because all of that being drummed into us um yeah you know to to see these children walking so tall and obviously especially when i see a female walking like that it's just yeah it's incredible it's incredible it is incredible and like i feel that there is such a difference happening as well in the media so Mm. um Coca Girl are brand partners or media partners with a Superdrug's new campaign called Shades of You, which is a campaign where they're just getting lots of black owned products within their stores. But um, I saw recently on their page, you know, a young lady with acne and she was demonstrating on just how to use a product. And I love that. I love that they use somebody so normal I suffered from acne when I was younger and if I saw that you know on an advert I just I just love the way things are going right now yeah and and it it needs to continue so much so that it's just like you said brutally normal you walk into a store you see everyone from every intersection can see themselves reflected it 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 has to be that normal um for our children I think and I think it will be I think it's definitely 
from my day job, what I see in in uh, development and and what's casting, it's definitely yeah. going that route, which is brilliant. I just want it to keep on going. Yeah. Um, just just taking it back for for any mothers listening, when you and Faith and your family were going through the darkest moments when you were working out how to support her in her self-love journey, working out how to help her with her identity, just to be able to recognise her absolute gorgeousness. Mm -hmm. Um, And really, I suppose, for any parents whose children are facing any discrimination, especially hair discrimination, Mm -hmm. what would you like to say to them? I'd like to say um, that it's it's, you're gonna have to start back at basics and that Mm. is um spending time with your child and making sure that they know that they are so loved um because when I think about it now I had a lot of children that I looked after that Faith had to share me with Mm. um but really spending time I think I got to the point with Faith where I said right we're gonna have our special time and that is on a Friday at three o'clock we're gonna go and get hot chocolate and Mm -hmm. biscuit from Costa coffee or something like that and she just loved those times and in those times I could really find out how she was yeah and um when I got to know Faith through those moments I was able to then take her shopping she was able to choose things in terms of what she wanted to wear those those are all important like that holistic beauty I'd say where she's choosing instead of mummy then buying her what I feel she wants to wear she's like mummy I don't really want to wear dresses I like wearing trousers a lot because I want to just run around Um, (laughs) so we did that and then we'd go to the hair store and then explore there or go then to exhibitions together. But it started off with that little chat just so I can get to know her more. Just having some space. Yeah. Where there's no distractions where you can just sit down and talk. And in that space then comes those moments, don't don't they, where you can just sink yeah. and get on the same page. That's it. And it's in those moments again where you you discover new things about your child that you didn't know and and so yeah sometimes it's about getting back to basics with your child Mm. and just finding like now our hair wash days are so beautiful literally it's like mommy what movie are we gonna watch oh it's a date yeah i love it and it's popcorn and it's she's eating the popcorn and I obviously I'm doing her hair but it is lovely and then I've got this new um my friend made it for me like a, it's a shea butter for the hair but it smells of peaches it's lovely and ginger mm. it's gorgeous and it's all those things that just c- contribute to just the experience. experience and Faith washes her own hair now um we're experimenting with um some products as well these oils and we find out what they do 
and then now she wants to eat lots of avocado because she knows brilliant because she's invested yeah she, she gets it and i love yeah, that yeah she i love that because she's excited now very excited mm. um she every day oh, can i do my hair can i do my hair yeah. like, <laughs> different to this little girl who yeah. wants to have frozen girl hair that's what she said yeah. she's like can yeah. i do my hair oh mommy and she just looks through books and and the beauty of everything as well is that we're working not only with our own magazine but with other children's magazines and we have like bantu knots in there or like in it like for instance in top of the pops magazine they had bantu knots um we've worked with um another i can't remember the magazine now but another girl magazine it's it's really good to see the, the the changes that are happening that is so brilliant that it's opening up like that like yeah. finally there's a bit of space where we can see ourselves and they're bringing in the experts you and faith as they should do mm. to consult to to you know it's nice that they're humble to know that this isn't our lane like we, yeah. we don't know this market yeah. and let's bring in the experts i love it thank you to you and Faith and everybody in the team for all that you do. I can imagine uh, it's not easy. I can imagine all the blood, sweat and tears it takes to keep it going and keep producing and keep making this amazing content. So thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know me and my children, we all appreciate it. So. Oh, yeah. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And thanks so much for coming to the podcast and sharing. It's been brilliant <laughs> to hear everything you're up to. Dope Black Moms. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Moms. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Mums on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Mums. Thanks so much for listening.